welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I would like to say good morning to everybody. Thank you so much for being here. This is my normal Wednesday segment. Uh, I, I love 5 a.m. on Wednesday. We're the 5 a.m. club here. 
Um, did want to ask Anthony Lane, are you there? He's not. I guess he's one of those people who went back to sleep as soon as he hit the stage. But I was one. I always wonder with Anthony what the cookie debate the night before came 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 up with. So, as Glenn said, I am Sean Shapiro. I'm a doctor of chiropractic from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And in this segment of Breakfast with Champions, I'd like you to ask you to open your mind to receive. So, I say this a lot. We are a species that is just absolutely crazy. We are a bunch of dumb monkeys on a mud ball at the outer edge of our galaxy. And we have a tendency to ask for things all the time without any idea of how those things are put into our life. We ask for more love. We ask for more things, cars, houses, whatever, more friends. And of course, we always ask for, or sometimes we ask for more money. A lot of times, though, I feel like we are asking for something that we really haven't thought about all that much. And it's especially when it comes to money. We don't have any idea once we get it what we should do with it. But more often than not, our ask is followed by another silly question is like, do we even deserve it? Well, that one I can answer as a resounding yes. As Glenn often says, we are children of God and God wants us to have good things, right? But you deserve more money without a doubt. There's a reason that, but there's also a reason that a good portion of those people that win the lottery go broke within a few years of winning it because they weren't ready to receive it. And being ready to receive the good in this world sounds like an easy proposition, doesn't it? The goodness truck backs up. The man gets out of the cab with a clipboard, pen in his mouth, looking around to see where he is in because maybe he hasn't been to your neighborhood before. He looks at you and he says, is this for you? And hands you the, the clipboard to sign for a pallet of money he leaves on your curb. Okay? He unloads that pallet, leaves it right on the curb. And because the universe doesn't offer white glove experience anymore on deliveries because of COVID, you're stuck. Right? We asked for this money, but we didn't prepare to receive it. If we had, we would have realized we would have needed a couple of trusted friends with wheelbarrows to help us get the money from the curb to the house. But we came outside with our, without our phone, and by the time we go in to get it, the neighbors and the dog, they probably run off with all of our cash, right? And it's all because we weren't prepared to receive. The universe's goodness delivery system is not all that forgiving sometimes. If you don't prepare to receive that, you know, that which you order, your good will run amok, run away, and cause serious problems. And you'll, you'll, be, you'll, have losing, you'll be losing money or whatever your good was because you just weren't prepared. So, in order to prepare for the new things in our, in our life, we have to make room. But that's not always physical room, right? Glenn just talked about money mindset. We need to, we need to make room inside our head. We need to make room inside of our spirit for things as well as our house. So most of the things that we, that we do want require very little physical room, especially money because it's all digital now, right? There's a little book called um, Open Your Mind to Receive by Catherine Potter. It came out like in 1983 or something like that. It was given to me in, 19, in 2000, 2005, to be honest with you. It's a little teeny book, and I recommend it highly. So if, you know, if you're know if you a Catherine Potter fan, this is for you. If you're not, Google her. Uh, Dr. Potter lays out six different ways to receive more of whatever you want to receive in that book. And this is a quick overview of the list, and then we'll go through them in depth. Number one, you have to be able to release things. Number two, you have to be prophetic. Number three, 
you have to get in the mindset of nothing but the best. And that's something you see in a lot of spiritual teachings, right? Deepak Chopra, Captain Ponder, all, all, almost everybody thinks you need to get into a luxury mindset. Number four is being people conscious. Number five is growth and expansion consciousness. And number six is a is prosperous increase. So we'll go over probably five of those. We'll have time for that. Um, but before I go to the list, I would like and appreciate you hitting those circular arrows in the bottom left-hand corner to bring others in so they can hear the list that, that I'm about to deliver because it's something that is timeless and has lasted through, through 30 or 40 years and hopefully might help somebody if you do that. So just hit that button, share out the, share out the room. We greatly appreciate it, and so will the people who see what you're, what you're selling out there. Okay, so number one. Let's start with the number one thing, which is the gift of release. This is the most important one as far as I'm concerned because this creates the biggest vacuum in your life, and we'll get to that in just a second. But releasing is a way from detaching yourselves that, from things in your life that no longer serve you. Out-of-balance friendships, bad partnerships, items that clog up your house, you know, if you still got a Betamax VCR in your basement, it's time to get rid of that, right? Either put it on eBay or throw it in the dump. That, and everybody's scratching their head going, what's a VCR? That, you know, that which you refuse to part with is are things that, that are definitely holding you back, especially things like grudges. When you release all these things, you create space for new things to flow into. You create space for new good that you can direct so your life can be more fulfilling. Ultimately, letting go of things that no longer serve you creates what we call a vacuum. That just means there's nothing there. Nature abhors a vacuum and will fill it for you if you direct it with what you want. Otherwise, nature will just fill it up with whatever it's got laying around. So, use your gift, your gift of release to receive more by making more room. Number two was the gift of prophecy. The word prophecy means prediction of the future, right? It basically means that you, you can guess what's going to happen to you based on your intuition. And when we activate our intuition, we, use, we move close to what, we, what a lot of people call the, the flow state. And when we are in flow, as Laura Wild will tell you, we get very close to what we want. What we want is this, this wholeness, this oneness with things. In the flow state, things become very, very easy. So using your intuition and using it to guide your gift of prophecy by basically saying what you want and when you want it, this is a very powerful tool to become a better receiver. I personally do this with affirmations. I take the time to visualize um, the things that I'm affirming as well as adding emotions to it. So. If you're not somebody who uses affirmations, if you're not somebody who uses them as a way to tell the world and the universe what it is you want, then maybe you should Google that. And there's a lot of YouTube videos that you can look at, but get behind whatever you're saying. Get behind it in a way that allows you to feel the emotions of already being the presence of the things that you're asking for so that you can show the, the world and the universe that you're ready to receive it, right? When you, you know, as you change the words that describe what you will be receiving, you change the world. And as you improve the words you use to describe what you plan to receive, you improve the world. And as you transform the words, okay, that you're using in your every, even in just in casual, it doesn't even have to be ab affirmations. But this whole thing is, you know, these whole things about 
negative talk about money and things like that, if you transform those words into positive statements about money, you're going to transform the entire world by it because you will use that money for more good because you'll have so much of it you won't know what to do. So that's number. that was number two, using your gift of property. Number three, not settling for anything less than the best. This is also something, like I said earlier, that Deepak Chopra talks about a lot. He talks that human nature and the nature of the soul is one of luxury. So adopting a luxury mentality sets us up for more easily receiving the money, the relationships, or whatever it is that we want. So often, we think that I'll just take whatever life gives me, whatever crumbs are thrown my way, and I'll be grateful for that. And while it's great to be grateful, why not be grateful for the things that you really want? Why not put yourself in alignment with those things, right? And when we have the expectation of the best, the light of out of life, the universe has has been put on notice that you're not just going to take anything that th- that's thrown your way. You're you're looking for something in particular. You're looking for an upgraded experience. Number four, okay, being very people conscious. It's so important, you know, Scott Simons talks about it often, about the bucket of crabs that keeps pulling you down. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's basically if you've got a bucket of crabs and somebody, one of the crabs is trying to get out, the other crabs will reach up and pull the, the, the crab trying to get out of the bucket back down, right? And nobody, none of the crabs work together. None of those things ever work, okay? You spend more time fighting your way out of the bucket than you'll ever be able to spend catching the good you have coming your way because the people around you who are supposed to be lifting you up, they're not doing their job. They are, they are, they are pulling you down. Their negative self-talk, their lack of abundance mindset, their inability to create space for the things they want in the world will become limiting factors for you as well. So be aware of who's around you, and, 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 and when you look at who's around you, it gives you an idea of what you will end up with, right? If you are the richest person in every room that you walk into, it might be time to be looking for some newer, new rooms to get into. So choose wisely who you associate with, because some of the people act like defensive backs in your life. They will either intercept your good, or they will knock it down in front of you and stand over you taunting you. Right? That's just not what you want. So that was number four, your gift of people consciousness. And number five, having a growth mindset, right? That's really important. You often hear in this room, and one of the things I hear, I used to hear Brian Hessett, who used to occupy the spot, say, well, if you're not growing, you might be dying, right? But having a growth mindset puts you in a place where you can receive more if that's what you choose to ask for. Again, this is all based on what you ask for it's and you're receiving it's all believing there's an entire universe out there ready and willing to give you anything you ask for as long as you live as long as you're in alignment with it is one way to believe that your growth can be exponentially possible that you can literally scale yourself and your wealth very quickly you have to get through the first part of, of growth though which is the mental part and mental parts of growth are really the toughest parts to get through because the action steps they're not that hard it's like any other farm right right it's a 
take on. Good. So you ha- you have to get through the first part of the of the mental growth, which is a lot like planting the seeds for success, right? This takes a little patience, right? You can't just throw seeds in the ground and expect to have plants the next day, right? Before you start seeing the plants coming out of the ground, you have to prepare the soil. You have to do all these things to make sure that you are you are in position to harvest when it's time to harvest. And when is it time to harvest? Well, you'll, you know, there's, there are absolutely- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Ways and, and books and things that you can do to determine when it's time to sell a stock, when it's time to sell an NFT. Well, I don't know if there's books on when to sell an NFT. I think that's more intuition based right now than any, but there are times and seasons to sell everything and the NFT market, I'm sure we'll, we'll find those soon. Okay, but it's, you know, you don't go to the apple orchard in June to pick apples. You go in September or October. In June, you pick strawberries. So get in alignment with what it is that you want by knowing the season and the process by letting it grow and having the patience, okay, um, to, 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 to let your feet deliver that which you which you plan to sell i think the most important part of receiving is just being in position that's why the best receivers in the nfl are the guys who can flawlessly or nearly flawlessly run their routes the quarterback knows exactly where they are when the ball leaves their hands so so be in alignment and know and, and be in alignment with what you want and those things will be delivered to you and I'm going to leave you with one last story before we hit the shares, right? It's actually a, to- a story that Tim's story tells us in this room. I first heard it in this room, and I've heard him say it a couple other times about a lady he met at a Dodger game who, for all practical, practical purposes, doesn't look like an athlete. She's dressed to the nines every game. She's, they have seats. They have season tickets behind third base. But she always comes to the game with a glove so that she can catch foul balls. And when she pulled it out from under her seat as the game started, Tim was surprised. And he made mention of it. And she and her husband, who Tim had been invited to the game with, explained that she had caught literally dozens of foul balls having that glove. Okay? Which goes to show that you not only need to be in the right place and have the right tools to do the job to receive, but you have to have the mindset that those balls belong to you and that you are entitled to everyone. So that's what I've got this morning. Um, I know that there's probably some people on the stage who can speak to the idea of receiving money and receiving the things that we want in this world. So if you could just like say your names, the stage got big while I was talking. So if you can just say your name and add some value to the, to the room about receiving, I'd love to hear it or just about wealth in general. Hey, good morning, Dr. Sean. This is Lolita. Hello and happy Wednesday to you. 
Lolita with the T. <laughs> yes. Listen, I just want to put out there that I am all in for receiving any money. So if anybody's shaking their money tree, you can go ahead and push that over here. It is absolutely available. <laughs> amen. Amen. But you know, Dr. Sean, I love that you talked about growth mindset. And I love that, you know, I think one of the things is the power of the ask. Right. I talk about that a lot, but sometimes we have to ask for the help that we need so that we're able to receive the money that is right there waiting for us. And sometimes we forget to ask folks. Right. We have a whole arsenal of folks that really want to help us. And sometimes people don't know how to help. So this is just a reminder to folks to and Lolita to just ask, ask for help so that the money can, you know, make way in the lane that might be a little crowded right now. What you think? I think that's pretty good, Loli. I think that I think a lot of times people get stuck on the ass thinking that they're supposed to know something that everybody else doesn't. Um, but I have no but I've learned over the last couple of months from people like Stephen Kuhn is that the first thing he does when he's stuck is ask. He asks for help, he asks for guidance, and he asks he asks the questions that he needs to ask, right? He doesn't just sit there and, and stew in his own ish, so to speak. So yeah, I love that. I love that. In fact, ask is my business word of the year. So I'm a big fan of that, Lolita. Thank you so much. Steven, did you have something you want to add? I saw you flashing. No, I was just cheering for the mention, brother. Thank you so no much. Problem. No problem. Who else has something about receiving or what or or getting in alignment with good? Dr. Dr. Sean. Good morning. It's all right, so I heard five voices at once. Did I hear Mary Lynn? That's the I only heard one I recognize. Justin and Mary Lynn Wilkin. Pam. All right, so let's go Mary Lynn and Justin. How about that? And then we'll sort it and out after that. Pam. Sorry, folks. Go ahead, Justin. I think that's you. Absolutely not, ladies first. Oh, well, thank you. All right. Well, good morning, guys. Happy Wednesday. Um, just what came of mine was the first thing you mentioned, Dr. Sean, was the, you know, being open to receiving. And it reminded me of that meme that we all see where it's easier, you know, sometimes it's harder to let go and somebody's holding onto the rope, you know, and their hands all bloody and, you know, the pain of letting go thing. But if you don't let go of those old mindsets, your hand can't be open to receive. And if your hands aren't open to receive, you know, um, if they're closed, you can't receive. So it just made me think of that meme, like I said. So sometimes letting go of your old beliefs, older, you know, people around you who are naysayers, um, you can't have your hands open to receive if you're not letting go. So that's just what came to mind, piecing that all together. Thank you for the room, Justin. Everyone have an amazing Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you, Mary Lynn. And yeah, it's all about being in position. It's all about being ready to get what we're looking for, whether it be foul balls or whether it be $100 bills, I don't know what that translates into Canadian, but Justin, maybe you can help me out with that and then give me your share. <laughs> I don't know how much Canadian money is going to be worth after the last couple of years of printing it, but I can tell you knowing our value is critical. Um, really like this conversation that the part about crabs in the bucket, Sean, very true. Um, I, I qualify a lot of people in my day to day and the way that I like to look at qualifications isn't quantifying somebody as a number, it's really just assessing, are we better together than we are apart, right? Because I truly believe the best relationships are, yeah, you'll probably be okay without me. I'll probably be okay without you. But together, we can 5 or 10x what we're trying to accomplish. Um, a story that I heard recently was this incredibly talented graffiti artist was hired to paint a podcasting studio. 
And she works at, I think, Nordstrom Rack and Starbucks, just trying to piece, you know, things together, but incredibly talented at art. And this guy said, okay, I'll have you paint three walls. And what's your fee? And she said a thousand dollars. And he didn't really assume what that was. He thought maybe per hour or whatever it's going to be. And she does the job ended up being a week long job. And he went to pay her and he's like, well, what's the total? And she's like a thousand dollars. And he's like, what are you talking about? He ended up writing her a huge check, changed her life. She started bawling her eyes out. And, you know, he ended up mentoring her a little bit and coaching her on like how to charge and how to value herself. And I think sometimes we can sell ourselves short because we're so desperate for any business that we don't really think about what the extrapolated value that we're offering is. And we don't look for the right people who are willing to value us, right? So just just a little thought that people should do a little bit of self-reflection and start quantifying what their skill set is and who their ideal customer is. And when you put those two together, my friend, it can be life-changing. So great segment. And I am now awake because you got my attention, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. And yeah, I think that knowing our value is really, really important but also it seems to be like i'd say about half the population is just willing to walk away from 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 the the value that they're that they deserve right i mean don't you see that all the time with people negotiating their commissions in your industry you see that with people negotiate like i i have people who come in now who are a little nervous about the economy when i'm asking them to do like blinds in in the in the front of our in the front of you know of our building and they start with discounts before I even ask them, you know, <laughs> what, 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 what color, what color the blinds are going to be. So I think it's really important that we lead with value and not with our price, because if we get into a, a price, a, pr- a price based economy, then then the already inflationary process that's going on will get worse because people will be dropping their prices while everything else is raising around. them. So I think that's a great, great point, Justin. So we have a few minutes left. Who do we have that wants to share before we get going here? Pass I it have to something. This is Patty. Go ahead, Patty, then we'll go to this G-Stab. This is just something really simple that just suddenly came to mind, but I've thought of it uh, many other times. Uh, you know, what, what does it say in our actual paper money, which we don't use a lot of anymore, but what does it say at the top? In God we trust. And that's always at the forefront for me when I think of money. But I love that. And, you know, I wish we could be a little bit more mindful of that. In God, we trust. I'm done. I like that, Patty. That is simple. And in God, we trust basically says that, you know, the same thing that the ancient Hebrews used to say. I think it's, and I'm going to mispronounce it. Everybody's going to get mad at me, especially uh, the Jehovah Jireh. I don't know if you've ever heard that expression before, but God will provide. And that's just something that that I that I think uh, even Catherine Ponder, the person I referenced earlier, has has written about, too. And that's something, you know, when and during tough times, you know, I've said to myself is that God will provide and you have to have faith in that and just do what you need to do. So thanks for that, Patty. Go ahead, Jeannie. Sorry to, to talk over you. There. Oh, no, no problem at all. I think it's absolutely perfect that Patty shared first because trust is so key in having it. And ourselves is the most, one of the most important things we can work on. Last week, I let go of my biggest client and it was, as I, as I ever even thought about it over the years, she's been in my life for a really long time. I thought of the, the, the fear of not having it, that, that, the, that 
it was impossible not to replace her in order to let go of her. And last week I let go of my biggest client to make way for me to receive. And the moment before it was so freeing and I have felt unbelievably free without the net. And all of a sudden things are coming in from directions I never imagined. And I want to share that with anybody who's holding on to something they think they need to keep in order to receive. And I want to just support everything that's been said here so far. When you let go of it, some really beautiful things, easier, lighter, more aligned clients are coming your way. So thank you, Dr. Sean, for another beautiful morning. Thank you. That's a good reminder, right? There are people that come into our business that do business with us on a regular basis. And the minute we see them on, they, we see them that they're on the phone, we see their name in an email or they walk through our door, we cringe a little, right? Because we just don't fit into their mold of what they want or vice versa. And it's, it's important to keep your integrity uh, just as much as you keep your value. It's important to keep your integrity by not offering more than what you're, what you promised at the beginning because of, clients unrealistic demands. So I find myself, you know, not on a regular basis, but every once in a while, because people can't do the things that they say, uh, that, that they can't say, uh, I'm sorry, I got stu I stumbled over the, over that. Um, we, we, I will fire a patient every once in a while because they can't do the things that they said that they would do at the beginning of the, of the treatment plan in order to get them well, because ultimately I don't want anybody in my practice that I don't think I'm going to get well. And if they, and if it's, and even if it's just because of them, I won't take the case. So I think that's a great reminder. Fire your, fire your, fire your clients, fire your patients, fire your customers when they don't serve you the way you serve them. And you create that vacuum that we talked about in that part where we talked about release. Well, we're getting close to my, the end of my time. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.